Hi, friends. Hello, should I delete that, listeners? We still have some tickets left for our live tour and we would absolutely love to see you there. On Thursday, the 23rd of May, we will be performing in the London Islington Assembly Hall. On Monday, the 27th of May, we will be in Salford. On Tuesday, the 28th of May, we'll be in Glasgow. Sunday, the 2nd of June, Birmingham. Monday, the 3rd of June, Bristol. And Tuesday, the 4th of June in Southampton. You can get your tickets at aegpresents.co.uk or via the link in the show notes or our Instagram bios. Really hope we see you there. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the f- are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I said to my therapist, I was like talking about something and she was like, I would tell you to act that out with your brain or write it out as a conversation with your brain but you, you kind of already do that and I was like I mean I know I am pretty good at therapy <laughs> hello sorry I had hello. Introduce- hello mate I had my mouth hello Hello. Oh my God. Speaking of Australian, I am watching Love Island Australia at the moment. Oh, don't judge me. I am, but not for watching Love Island Australia. Like we've been doing the podcast for a year. That accent has been widely hated for a year. Not the Australian accent, just your interpretation of it. Oh God, have we had, have we had complaints? Yeah, from me. Okay, fine. <laughs> Widely hated. Oh, shit. <laughs> Ofcom have been contacted. <laughs> Honestly, I don't think Ofcom would care. Like, when they'd be like, with complaints that should I delete their podcast, they'd be like, the what? <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah, the who's it? Who? Never mind. <laughs> um, I've fallen out with this Love Island, like UK Love Island, but Love Island Australia. Like, I just, I don't know. I just really like Australian people and they're just so fun and it's always like I don't know they're just upbeat they're fun I really like it I don't know okay and it's like my bit of escapism at the moment you know I enjoy it do you watch it in the evenings or just like when you're doing other things when I'm doing my makeup yeah because I just I can't work out when everybody watches things and I really feel like like, my good this week is that I went to the hairdressers Uh, I got my hair done it looks really good bitching and moaning it it really does it It looks nice and blonde again yeah not yellow. Anyway, when I was at the hairdresser, we were having the mandatory chit chat, as one does. Yeah. Which I've turned out intensifies a lot when you're pregnant. Very personal questions that just seem to be like totally fine. And it's like, okay, we can talk about my placenta. That's okay. Um, but um, the other thing is reality TV. And I'm like, when does everybody have the time? Like, you're in here nine to five every day. But then you know you make time for the things that you love yeah but like commute people watch on commute yeah on uh, where they're doing their makeup like i do it when i'm watching my hair as well uh, watching when i'm watching 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 when i'm blow drying my hair and i just put subtitles on so i can like still watch the screen even though i can't hear it love that um because can't be alone with my own thoughts even for a minute no why would you be exactly um it's chaos in there and yeah, no, there's, 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 there's time. Yeah, make time, make time. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? How you can go through different phases of things. Like I go through stages of like loving like news podcasts and really like 
in-depth like analysis of what's happening in current affairs and stuff and then sometimes I'll go through a stage of like I just need the Kardashians to rot my brain and then sometimes yeah. I'm like I just need silence for myself and it's really weird trying to work out what you want of a day do you know what I actually started watching a bit of the Kardashians the new season uh, on Hulu or, or whatever it is um, it's quite fascinating isn't it it is quite fascinating <sighs> I'm not up to date so I started at the beginning of being pregnant season one of the Kardashians no actually sorry my bad is that my sickness is back for context, but we'll get into that. Um, but my, I, I started, yeah, I, I started when I was just like not thriving, season five, and then I started five, six, and then I was like, I, this is, I, I need more. Like, I don't understand the dynamics enough. And my Google search history from like, when was it? Like June will literally just be like, Lamar Odin, Chloe and Lamar. Is Chloe okay? Like, where's Lamar now? Like, and I got so invested. So then I was like going back. And then I went back to season one. And now I've probably made, I think I'm on like season 13. And I've really fallen off a cliff with it. But maybe now the sickness is back, I can, I can re-immerse. Because I need to watch the modern, the, mod, the, the current ones. Yeah. Because I see all the clips. I mean, there's a lot of spoilers in reality, unfortunately. <laughs> but it's crazy watching it now. Like, Kim looks like like an AI. She looks like you know the AI things that people keep posting, which I don't, I'm not quite. I'm not understanding. Actually, yeah. that's my bad. That is my bad that people <laughs> keep posting these AI things, and I'm just confused. I don't understand what's going on. I don't know where they're coming from, and my feed is full of AI things. Um. Anyway, like last week it was Spotify Wrapped, and now it's AI stuff. Anyway, Kim looks like that now. It's crazy. It's like I would love to see them in the wild because I can't work out what they actually look like because I think they filtered the TV, right? Oh my god, they've Is got the show. such a strong beauty filter on there. Fascinating. So strong. Their their everything is so blurred out. It's it's like it's 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 crazy. Like I feel like details are completely lost. Take this with a pinch of salt. Because I know she's still a Kardashian, so she's still, like, completely unattainable and ridiculous and whatever. But I've noticed Courtney's content recently is much less edited than everybody else's and previously. Yeah. Like, yeah, I've seen, like, I've seen bits of cellulite. I've seen just, yeah. like, not, and I'm not saying, like her body does not look like my body or anybody's body that I know in real life. But it's, like, it's kind of weird. She seems to be, like... And she kind of talked about it. She talks about it a little bit on the show. I watched an episode where she was saying like that she's put on weight. I mean, we're talking quite minimal here. There's a big dollop of salt (laughs) in this conversation. I think she's, I think it's like 10 or like 20, 20 pounds, but she gives her weight and it's still, you know, anyway. But she's saying that like, since she's been with Travis, who just like loves her exactly how she is and like just makes her feel like so good and so loved. I think that's what's been the shift. Yeah. Um, Which is interesting. But it's nice um, because she put up a picture and a lot of people commented being like, are you pregnant? Like, oh my God, she's pregnant. And then she put it in her stories being like, I just have a tummy, like this is what a normal body looks like. I was like, yeah, fast and loose with the word normal, but also, bravo. Yeah, yeah. Like, for like clapping back. Definitely, I think. And you can see that on the show as well. Like her, um, she just seems a lot less appearance focused than the rest. I'm not like saying that's good or bad, but she, she just is definitely. Interesting. Yeah, so, yeah. They are fascinating. I need to get back into it. Maybe that's what I'm going to do today. And there was like one point where she was doing this like master cleanse because she does IVF in it. 
they tried to do IVF, but I think they're um she's like 40 so anyway they're, they're having a hard time doing it so they did this and you know she does all this crazy like wellness stuff she did this yeah. like cleanse this like crazy cleanse where they couldn't like eat anything this blah, blah blah and like i think the first thing like one of the others asked was like have you lost any weight and she was like well that's not the goal i was like oh courtney wow <laughs> get it girl i didn't expect would that. you like some literature <laughs> yeah yeah um okay oh my god let's get into this <laughs> It's okay, we, we've already done your bad is the AI characters and my good, which is my hair. Um, the and, and and I've heard bad things about the AIs. Apparently, the app that they are from is stealing artists' work, like, oh. and not paying them. Oh, I know. Oh, that's there's bad. nothing fun. Like, there's nothing fun on social media. That's all I know now. That nothing is fun because everything is bad. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. I shared. Um, I sh- did. You- I don't know if you saw it. I shared this video of um, these two girls, two little girls, like just having an absolute blast. This dad is like filming. He's like filming, and he puts at the top like, "Oh, when you're the only sober one at the party," and it's so funny. This little girl on on a, on a tiny little horse, and she like bops along to the beat. It's just like I can't stop watching it. And then like someone replied to me and was like, "You've actually shared like a really bad account here. Like this is not a good like." I was like, oh my God, I just, I can't have, we can't have anything. <laughs> and you go in the comments and it's like, this isn't fair on the horse. The horse shouldn't be being ridden. This isn't fair on the child because you're, you've you mentioned a child in a sentence with drinking. And this um, isn't fair because you've posted it on a phone and a phone's made of metal and plastic and the planet's rotting. And it's yeah. your fault yeah. for posting yeah. the video of the bopping horse. I do think the video, the, the video like who reposted the video whose name was on the little tiktok thing that i posted i apparently they are really bad i haven't looked into it this is actually a very good time that we've brought this up because this week we, we talk about this in the today's episode like the difference and we do not i don't think tiktok's good i don't think tiktok's better than instagram by any stretch that's why i don't use it but um we talk about the difference between instagram and tiktok and i think if we're not careful instagram is going to go the way of facebook in that like it's just totally humorless comments like yeah the, the comments on facebook are so and sorry to all the karens but super karen-y all the time and that's kind of what instagram's becoming now and like when you look at the tiktok comments they're normally really jokes but then if you look at the instagram comments it's like this is incredibly problematic it's like, oh damn it damn I it i know i know i know and i do get it and i don't know it's just at some point it's some point it's like I am thinking so hard about everything. Like we are thinking so hard all the time and it's good. We should be critically thinking. It's good. It's good to engage that. But, but not about little girls dancing on horses. Sometimes that doesn't need critical like, thought. My brain hurts. I can't, I'm not good at thinking this much. Anyway. 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 We need to fly through everything else now because as usual, we've <laughs> fucked it. We've fucked it. Um, you're good. What's your good? My goodness, I, I, my goodness, I've done my hair. Oh, yes, already. Yeah, we've yeah, done hair. that. Um, so I have a bad and two awkwards for you. Oh, um, excellent. Yes. Um, my bad is that my sickness is back. I actually don't even want to talk about it. It's too annoying. I've already moaned about it on Instagram so much. So it's so boring for everyone to listen to. But third trimester, it just came back. Well, not even. Anyway, it just randomly come back. Like... I, I don't I don't Grim. really like the clear cut thing so you're like oh, the first trimester it ends and then second's great and then third's shit again because yeah. it hasn't been like that for me but because I've I had about like four or five weeks respite from the sickness 
and now that's over. Um, which is fine. Make it work. You know, not the end of the world. But I haven't been feeling my most stunning. Yeah, but that's, that's okay. Fine. Yeah, I was sick on Saturday morning so violently. Um, <laughs> oh, you should be no, I, I, I weaved myself to the point where there was a little puddle on the floor. Oh, God. Oh, God. Alex came in, he was like, what can I do? I was like, don't look at me. Don't touch me. <laughs> it was really bleak. I was like, oh, I have to clean that up. <laughs> and change oh, my pyjamas like a child. You. But then somebody gave me a good tip. They said, if, if you're throwing, if you're being... If you're pissing yourself when you're throwing up, it's a niche yeah. problem, but here we are. Um, get a little stool so you can sit yeah. and vom rather than have to crouch and vom and it's less pressure on your bladder. So I have now put oh. a little stool in the downstairs loo and I think it is helping. Oh, okay. There you go. There you go. Learn something new every day. Oh, I do feel for you. It's so grim. <laughs> and like feeling sick and being sick. It's just like, oh my God. Like give me flu any fucking day. It's so grim. Oh. On the way though, you know, not far to go. Yeah, yeah. We're grand. Anything bad? Anything good? Anything good? Tell me something good. My good has completely gone up my head. Um, so your embryos? Yeah. It, it. Yeah. Okay. So my good. But, but first I want to put like a trigger warning or like a content warning I don't even know what to say anymore of like IVF stuff because um it's yeah there's been a thing over on Instagram and like I think I don't know I mean this is another thing I don't, I don't want to moan about social media all the time this is the thing and this is supposed to be my good and it is my good um but I think my content around this stuff like triggered a lot of people and for what it's chaos worth, I feel and we can talk about this at a later date properly. Um, but for what it's worth, and I said this to you off, you know, like in real life as well, I think you've been really brave in sharing your content. And I think you've been given a really, really, really unfairly hard time. I think people are entitled to, you know, their own emotions and their own feelings. And that includes you. Yeah. And you've shared your experience very honestly. And you haven't made it look easy, Al. Like it hasn't looked easy by any stretch. Um, and I think yeah. anybody that's saying to you anything to, to invalidate your experience is incredibly unfair. So I respect that you want to give a trigger warning, but I also think you need to respect the fact that you are allowed to speak about it and you are allowed to feel yeah. about it however you want. Yeah, and, and I think like, oh, I, I mean, I got this like, really bad message and you sent me a, a voice note that I didn't listen to for ages, but basically like I threw my phone in my bedroom and like, cried all day and it was just like bad times also the hormone come down is very very real and horrible and when I listened to your message later that day I was like oh, I really wish I'd listened to that earlier because <laughs> it was like yeah fuck yeah like I don't know I just felt so bad for sharing suddenly I no. was like oh my god I've done this really bad thing and like I've like you minimized haven't. all these people's you experiences but... for context somebody sent out a message and I think you've had a few messages along these lines basically saying that you're minimising the IVF experience, you're making it look too easy, or right. you're not sharing the hard realities. And I don't think you've ever done that. I don't, but I also think you don't, you can't keep apologising for doing it your way. And I think it's given, yeah. and I know actually, I've spoken to people in real life, how, your, how you've shared this has given a lot of people a lot of hope and made it feel more accessible. The thing is, it's like, 
and and I was thinking about it and I was like okay so even if I made it look easy like what is the what is the problem with that you know it's like for people who would I actually got a lot of messages of people saying like I'm doing it it's coming up and like it actually was like nice to see it that it wasn't I don't know that I didn't talk about the bad side of it like I'm not saying like I, I it's I don't know it's so complicated it's so complicated but like yeah, at the end of the day, I can share yeah. what I want. And like that, you, you know. Yeah, and this is what we said in the in Thursdays, is it just me? Like, we all have a responsibility to control what we consume. It's not mm. your responsibility. Because this is also a really hard thing that you're going through, physically, emotionally, and you've, because it's you, made it more difficult for yourself by deciding to share it. I know, And, I know. like, who the fuck is anybody to tell you how to do this crazy, difficult thing? Like it's bang out it's, of order. Yeah. Well, I, I know it's 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 been, and I'm I'm gonna do it again in January, and I think I'll t- I'll like talk about it on the podcast because I just feel like I don't know. I just I I love podcast people. I feel like there are people, and it's should we do it's an like episode really, about it in Jan? Yeah, yeah, that would be good. But yeah, I I, I feel like it, this feels like m- a much safer space. But I'm just not going to talk about it. I don't think on Instagram in January. Anyway, the good is that we got two embryos, which was like. <laughs> Yeah, it's so cool. And like for my ovarian reserve, all these names are like for people that don't know, like it's so fucking complicated and I'm still confused by all the abbreviations and shit. But my reserve was low. It was it, it was it's low. So this was kind of like best case scenario for us. And I just didn't think we were going to get it. And like the 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 waiting afterwards is quite difficult. And I was just it's like because like we collected five eggs and it and from there like only a certain amount are fertilized and then only a certain amount make it to like mature then there there are all these stages where they they, it drops off along the way and so and you get notified of that like as time goes along and I was just you know getting this drop off and I was just like fuck if I end up with nothing out of this after you know it's like so much money obviously it's like so much money and like all of this just for nothing so when we heard I had two embryos I was just like it it felt like the best news ever it felt like waiting for exam results the best news and yeah, then you, you it, a star baby I, I literally I like rang my mum straight away before I told Dave because Dave was still asleep because they rang us really early and my mum like burst into tears it was so sweet she was like no two um so yeah it was yeah that's my good anyway I've talked about this long enough but yeah there we go that's my good yeah it's the best good proud of your little eggies it was good it was good yeah yeah stunning that's how we should and that's how everybody's reaction should be out this is great news for you and we're all really happy for you and deep down even the people that are struggling in themselves are really happy for you because it's exactly what you deserve and it's great news thanks yeah. Proud of you. Very happy. Proud of all ovaries. My two little Good embryos. hustle, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it's exciting. It is. We'll talk more about that in Jan. Yes. But... You're awkward. I have two. I have two. What a good right. week. I know. <laughs> Not really. So, yeah, two awkward. By the time this comes out, you will have seen... You might have seen... You might have unfollowed me because of it. A reel that I put up on Saturday where I, I filmed with uh, Hayley and Georgie. Hayley Madigan yes. and Georgie Swallow. 
Yes. For Simprove. And for this content, it was about, like, when you're out party season and you get the shits, basically. And we were like, what should we do? And, like, I had this really, like, stressful personal day on Monday. And, like, Georgie was at work. And it was, everyone was just incredibly stressed. And we just like, didn't plan anything. And so we were all sitting at my house. And we were like, what shall we do? And it was like, fuck it. Let's go buy lose. <laughs> like, let's just, like... Let's well. Actually, we tried to rent one, which is it turns out is not an option. <laughs> I went to bathrooms. Like, I went to the bathroom shop near my house, and I was like, "Hi, can I um? Do you have any loos we could just like borrow for an hour?" And they were like, "No, <laughs> obviously not." And then I was like, "What's the cheapest one?" And they were like, "It's one hundred and seventy-five pounds." I was like, "Right, well, that's not going to work, is it?" And then. So I was like, where can I get a really cheap one? And they were like, there's a place up the road. So we went in. And so the woman described it as a bog in a box. I was like, perfect. So we went up to the... um I went up to this plum-based place and um, we were like, hi, can we have a loo? And then, then he was like, oh, yeah, gave us one. And then it was like, we can, basically we can expense these loos and they were much cheaper. So we were like, okay, let's have three. So we all went to go and like buy these loos. This guy was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, why do you just need three loos? Like for no reason. And then like, yeah, and then we were like, we're just going to carry them home. He was like, I, I don't understand. I was like, Fair enough. Who, who, who buys three loos? Anyway, went in and then he was like, do you want to come and see them? so we were like that and he was already incredibly bemused by us which was fair enough and then he was like come come into the back and I'll show them to you before you buy them because we didn't buy seats because you know what I mean what was the point um so he's like just come and see if this is good enough and he took us in the back and I just wasn't concentrated I was like cool cool went back and (laughs) and then he was like okay cool let's go back into the shop and you can buy them and I followed him I don't know why I followed I think he said let's go so I was like okay let's go like I'll follow him and I followed him and I followed him into the wrong door and I went behind the counter in Plumbase and the others were all behind me like no and I just was like head down like whatever and I looked up and he was like you can't be in here and I was like oh my god I'm so embarrassed there are like five men behind the counter I'm like why am I here and he's like you can't be here and then I couldn't get back out and I tried to open the door but there was like a button and I was like stuck behind the counter I was like oh my god I work here now this is like terrible um so yeah, it was just really embarrassing. And then we had to carry the loose home. So yeah, my awkward was that I just basically got a job at Plum Base by accident. And then when I came back, we just we put we filmed the loose near where I live. And I just really wish we'd filmed it near where someone else lived. So it was like, these, I, these are my neighbours. I cannot. I cannot imagine this. I hope someone did like behind the scenes content of this. They will have done because every time I film anything on my streets, I always get sent a video of myself by some by by one of my neighbors. Oh my god! Oh my god! Fingers, everything crossed because I need this in my life. We'll be on influencers in the wild. (laughs) I mean, that would be like fully viral, like the three of you with your lose. So, so stupid. I so cannot stupid. wait to see this reel. I cannot wait. It's out on Saturday. We've got three reels. We've all made a separate one. Fucking lo- lost a mind, honestly. I was like, this is a this is a job. This is a career. I cannot wait. A very stupid one. Um, do you have an awkward? My awkward, very quickly, is that I have. Oh my god, m- my nephew since he's gone to nursery. Like my whole entire family has never been so ill. <laughs> than since he started going to nursery because they come back with all sorts and anyway we've had um a cough we've had this cough which is fine just annoying um but I think I fucked up my pelvic floor and I think it's because you know I always like boast or not boast but like I'm always like proud of the fact that like I pee in the shower and, like 
<laughs> and even though people tell me like it's not good for you standing up anyway I've had this cough and every time I cough like a bit of pee wants to come out and at many points has come out and I really am having to clench everything whenever I do a cough and that's never happened to me before like I've had coughs before so I think I've fucked my pelvic floor so now always when I go, in the shower yeah so so when I go for a shower now I make sure I go to the loo before on the loo or for a shower. squat in the shower if you want to be crazy undignified. Yeah, I could do. I could do. I it's, just think if it's yeah. an emergency, that's what I do because I'm like, that's better than standing to wait. As a, as a non-doctor, non-qualified person, I can confirm without actually confirming because I can't that standing up and peeing in the shower ruins your pelvic floor. So there you go. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Um, my final awkward, I've come with a bonus one today. I was having a serious phone call last night yeah. and I was outside my friend's house and I was on the phone and I was trying to be all serious and I leant on a pillar Yeah. as I was having a serious conversation and as I leant, the pillar just kept going oh, and it fell. I was like, oh my God. But it was one of those like light pillars, like sort of like waist height, no, not waist height, hip height, like black pillar with a lamp, with a light, with a lamp. Right. But they're kind of fancy enough. Like they're in car parks and fancy car parks. Right. Anyway, I assumed because it was like plugged into the electrics that it was going to be a sturdy thing and I was wrong. And it was so embarrassing because I couldn't be like, lose my trail of importantness on the phone so i just had to like really like style out and then there was a man taking the bins out next to me i was like oh my god and it was like outside his house i was like oh my god i've knocked your pillow down and it's sort of about it didn't quite clatter it just sort of like took a real like woo sort of ended up at about 40 degrees 30 degrees did you go so then with i had it? to like yeah, yeah yeah and but then i kind of caught myself still trying to have the conversation and then i was like trying to pick the pillar back up which is really embarrassing and like get it straight again so it was well just really done. awkward. It was just really embarrassing. It's like, this just wouldn't happen in the films. You know, when they're like, they're taking a serious call and they just like lean on a pillar and it's just like, woo! Like, you know, I know. Yeah, awkward make that, that point it was a again. serious call as well. I know. Yeah, you if know, it had been you, I'd have been like, whoa! But <laughs> Guess what just happened? Yeah, but it wasn't. Right. Anyway. We've kept these good so, people for long enough. I know, we've kept you from the goods because today we have the amazing comedienne. Well, I'm just going to say comedian because I don't know why we have to... I don't know why the, the women are yeah. French. Um, yeah. We have the amazing comedian, Hayley Morris. I'm so excited that she came to speak to us. I'm obsessed with her TikTok and yes. her Instagram. And she's so fun and so real and so great. For want of a better word, because everyone says, because it's like overused now, but she normalizes a lot of shit, a lot of stuff that like... A lot of literal shit. A lot of literal shit that we, especially women, just don't talk about and like don't acknowledge like happens to us so yeah I since I found her TikToks I'm like yeah there's so much stuff we'll talk about it we'll go into it you'll be pleased to know discharge and poo and periods and stuff like that she's just All brilliant good shit. She's but she best. has a good story behind it as well and it was like nice to chat to her you know like we love her TikToks but it was also nice to chat to like her Hayley the actual person as well so yeah, the human behind the screen the human yeah really nice insight into her life and like what she does and stuff so yeah really good interview we love Hayley enjoy my friends bye so just for context we've got Boo in the studio today and she's going to be loud because she's going through some stuff but obviously she's called Boo so I have my noise cancelling headphones in when I'm walking along 
and I'm going, boo. <laughs> People look at you and I'm like, like what are you doing? Oh, they think I'm just trying to scare them. Boo. boo. <laughs> but really casually. Boo. Yeah, boo. Um, <laughs> are you scared? <laughs> um, but anyway, Hayley, welcome to you and your bogeys, Hayley. Thank you. Thanks so much for being here. The bogeys here. are happy to be here. So am I, of course. We're all delighted. <laughs> if you stay still, boo, I might come and get them out for you. Oh, oh, I don't know why it's brilliant. As a I real said, image. As I was saying, it was like, do you know what goes through me is, um, and I know it's necessary, but you know the um, oh, the little she's s- licking a fanny. Sorry, s- <laughs> not me, but um, <laughs> whoa! <laughs> you know the little straws that parents use to get the bogies out of out of their kids' nose, and they suck them. What? what? Yes. What? This, what? But it, it obviously doesn't go into your mouth; it goes into the device. But it's, it's so sick. gross. Are you going to do that? No. no. <laughs> Wait, what? That's parenting. It, yeah, that's it's so gross. All I'm it? imagining is one of those old plastic straws that have like the blue lines on. Yeah, agree. Yeah. And, and then, then just watch the little thing go. Uh, <laughs> it goes so through me. But like, I, I don't know. They can't breathe out of their mouth at first. No, no, but that's, I don't. No, never mind. I'll Google that. Don't, do don't, don't, no. Alex said the other day, like really <laughs> confidently, that she didn't think babies had knees. <laughs> I mean, so don't trust any of no, them. I don't trust anymore. No, 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 no. Information that. about babies because we were picturing it for so long, just like. Why don't you think they had knees? <laughs> I think I think I thought they were born without knees, but I think their kneecap aren't developed they're born with more bones than we are though aren't they oh, I don't know. babies have more bones than I actually adults. can't remember the answer the answer was yeah that they don't have like the most fully formed kneecaps in the same way that we have the like right clunk 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 ones isn't that weird isn't it it's just like and also that's all happening inside of me right now does that freak you out massively yeah, I have two bum holes right now Did, what oh of course oh my god yeah. <laughs> I was like, what, what? and what two vaginas yeah yeah two fannies four nipples, nipples yeah <gasps> but one I, belly yeah. button Oh yeah, interesting. Yeah. Oh yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Is this how you thought this was gonna go? <laughs> so, it's yeah. a revelation. Welcome to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm so excited that you're here because I have been a long time fan girl. Um, um, well, you were like, I think you were the first person that I found on TikTok that I kept finding because I do not understand the algorithm. Right. Then I saw you on Instagram, got really excited, and then, then I've stalked to you pretty relentlessly since then mm-hmm. to get you to come here today and I'm really happy that you have I'm very happy to be um, here and you've got a book coming out now I have which is mad it's not I mean, it's not mad it's really cool it's like it's something that you can show the boomers that like you can take your TikTok career and hey, make look. it into <laughs> yeah. yeah look carbon coffee <laughs> made from trees Physical. just like you like it <laughs> yeah exactly the boomers love that they love there it there was such a um, sorry totally off track but last night I got went down this rabbit hole on TikTok of like millennials versus Gen Z, <laughs> and there's such a divide, isn't there? And apparently, there's a thing called the millennial pause. Have yeah. you heard it? Yeah. Where we are you millennial? I'm millennial. Are you yes. both millennial? Yeah. 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 I mean, Al behaves like a boomer, but she is a millennial. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm a boomer. Um, but when we start recording, we have that like half second pause where we like make sure it's recording, and then we go into it. But the gen, but Gen Z like don't have that. Oh, I anyway, hate, I kind of it makes me hate being millennial because they take the mick out of us so much. I'm like, right, we've just got to really try and be quite Gen Z now. But I'm I know. so the opposite of Gen Z. <laughs> we too. ran so me they too. could walk though. <clears throat> like True. I'm not yeah. being funny. Like they don't know how good they have it. I watch them with their second and I can't do them the that, macarena the dancing <laughs> I can do the macarena actually very well thanks <laughs> um, all their TikTok dances and they've got their baggy trousers on and they're like low waisted yeah. and they're little bucket hats and I'm just like bucket this hat, is yeah. so I look like a butcher when I wear a bucket hat tried it I look like a beekeeper or a butcher I was like 
that's not really the vibe, is it? <laughs> oh, no. They just sit atop my head, like the rubber of the pencil. <laughs> my head's so big. I'm just not a hat person. Me neither. Yeah. A beanie, and that would be it. Yeah. But even then. It's they just as they're so cool. Yeah. How do you find that though, like operating amongst them? Because you're like well, very TikTok of, famous. I feel like I'm in a different algorithm to them. I don't think I get I don't think Gen Z watch me. I think if they see me they'll probably be like, Oh cringe. <laughs> um like I do feel that. So my cousin, she's Gen Z and she used to call me Chugi, which was a name they had for millennials. They were like, it's very Chugi. I don't think they they use that word anymore. But she said to me, she was like, you're quite chuggy. And I was like, don't insult me like that. <laughs> um, but I still don't Chugy. really get what it means. No. I think it just means you're millennial. And I was like, well, I am. Oh, okay. Well, it makes me quite sad. We've, yeah. We've made the internet what it is for them. We've opened all these gates. We did those stupid little photo booth. Um, oh, we, we've had some booth, terrible photos. We did MySpace the so they could Did you guys do Bebo? Yes. Did I? Sharing I think that I was love. too that old was for that. Political. What was your um it was the worst. It was the worst out. And was having the other halves. And you had to rank your friends and you were put in everybody's like was it top seven or top fifteen? It was top no, sixteen brutal. and then MySpace was top eight, wasn't it? That, MySpace was top eight. Yeah, yeah, and then Bebo did top sixteen. Yeah, and you had to yeah. really like sell yourself. I remember going into school, I was like rubbing my hands, I was like, I'm pitching. I am very black mirror. <laughs> yeah, yeah, horrifying. But if you'd been moved down one, you were like annoyed at me what have i done yeah what, have you what done? did i do or what did she do to yeah. be liked more yeah yeah oh god stressful. it's horrible Very anyway stressful. sorry i totally made us digress <laughs> back to your account the reason we have you on like em said i remember finding you on tiktok and like i love a deep dive i love to get obsessed with people mm-hmm. as, as you don't know. we all but it doesn't happen very often but yours was one of those accounts where i found it and i was like oh my god and i spent like an hour on your account really because you illustrate so perfectly like my brain and a lot of (laughs) other people's brain and every overthinker's brain in the entire world and I was like this is magic I've never like I've never seen all my thoughts and my intrusive thoughts and like my just constant overthinking like come to life like this in videos that are so funny so yeah really cool absolutely love what you do and like I wonder if you can Tell us how that came to be. Yeah, it's really weird because I never actually remember properly how it happened on TikTok and Instagram, but I was doing videos for about, I think now it's been 10 years on YouTube where I was uploading, at the beginning it was like 2009 when it was quite small, not many people making videos. I wasn't getting views on there by any means, Um, but I was making little videos and I think I had a series called The Poop Diaries, which just like goes to show I've always kind of... Love that gone down that humor um but again it was like that sort of talking about the fact that when we're in a relationship we don't like the other person to know that we poo or fart or go to the toilet or do anything like that um so it started like that on there and then um i feel like youtube's a slightly different platform with audience and it i people got a bit weird men sort of being like fetishizing it and I was Uh, like so I stopped yeah I was like I don't want to do this (laughs) um so I kind of stopped it also it got to the point where YouTube became more like vlog form so they were looking for longer content and it's quite difficult weekly to do a sketch for 10 minutes yeah um on your own so I was like "Mm, I don't think it's gonna work and then kept trying but nothing really happened and then I had COVID in 2020 um in December and I'd been bedbound for two weeks. And I was like, do you know what? I really just want to have 
one more shot of comedy. I was like, if it doesn't happen this year, that's it. I'll pack it in. But I was like, this is, I'm just going to go for it. And I was trialing a few things on TikTok. Um, kind of, I was working in a restaurant at the time. So I was doing that sort of restaurant thing where like what you're thinking when you're working at a restaurant or when you go to a table or what you'd rather say. And then one morning I had an intrusive thought and I was like, I feel like I'm going to make that a video. So I made it a video and it was me with a pair of scissors um, cutting a box and then my brain coming in like, um, like you could stab yourself with those or something and die. And I was like, yeah, you acted out that. And then when I went to upload it, I was like, people are going to call like the cops or the cops, who am I? Call the cops, <laughs> cops, the cops. I was like, they're going to, someone in a white van is going to show up and take me away. I was like, I should delete that. But I went and looked at it straight away and it automatically gone to like I think it had a hundred likes in like a minute which for me when I had a thousand followers I was like what is going on um and then it just like blew up and went really viral on there on TikTok and on Instagram and I was like maybe I'm not the only one that thinks these things can and I then just, just kept going. Can I just solidify your intrusive thought? My best mate Sarah was once opening a box with a pair of scissors, pulled a little too ferociously, stabbed oh herself God. in the stomach and went to hospital. Oh my God. She got God. stitches and everything. No. <laughs> so what? That's the, the brain reason was... that intruded. Your brain knew what was it up. It was, yeah. But Actually, that's not what it is. Yeah, she wasn't opening a box. She was make, she make, she did handbag design, so she was, you know, she makes her jewellery boxes. So she was Always doing something. Always go away. Always go yeah. away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There you was, go. And she was actually living, this is how Sarah came back into my life, because she was living with a complete fucking sociopath and she was in hospital for two days and when she got back all her blood was still in the kitchen and the girl was like well it's your mess and she was like okay I need to leave no (laughs) oh my god I love that (laughs) she was like I didn't make that I'm just gonna leave that's amazing (laughs) so yeah that's why the brain does it though apparently it's like the worst case scenario what your brain doesn't want to happen is the intrusive thought it's really interesting that you say that when you put it on socials you were nervous that people were gonna because we actually Mm. talked about intrusive thoughts right and I think it was before we said yeah. I was pregnant, but I have this terrible intrusive thought that I'd like deliberately drop a baby. Oh yeah, down. No, no, no it was really oh, bad. Down where? <laughs> when you're getting between <laughs> the well. train and a platform, I'm like, that's my worst nightmare. That that's when I think about it, I'm like, that's possibly the worst thing that I can think of. And yeah. I remember we said this in an episode. And then we had a big chat about it afterwards. With Sorry, I didn't mean to laugh. It's rough, isn't it? It's not good. And we had a big chat about it afterwards. Like all, all of like Daisy, who's our producer, and Amy, who does our socials. And we all decided it was like, it's just not worth getting cancelled over. You know, so just we'll <laughs> don't, cut it. Don't bring it up. So we took it out. But it's like, it's... That I do feel like, and that's kind of what I love about TikTok is you can have that dark humor. Yeah. Yeah. And it's fine there. Yeah. On Instagram, it, people are just like... They're I'm unsure. really disappointed. Yeah. I think it's an older generation, though, on Instagram. We're not Ching, older, but we yeah. the Chuggies are the there. The Chuggies, <laughs> yeah. I think Fuck it's just <laughs> maybe slightly less open. Because there are videos I've, that I've done on Instagram that have got, let's say, a million views. And then on TikTok, 30 million views. And I'm like, yeah. that's really weird that Instagram were a bit weird about it. But TikTok were like, yeah, yeah. that's super not okay. But yeah. sure. Um Yeah, but I think intrusive thoughts, the one that I have a problem with, because whenever I used to share on my, um, like a question stick or what people had, it's the walking in front of a train one. I feel so nervous saying that one or sharing that one because, you know, obviously like quite a lot of people have done that. And yeah, that that feels scary to say, but I think that's a really common one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, or like in a car as well, right? Yeah. I'm always like, it feels like there's like, there should be something 
in place to like stop me doing that. There is yeah. Al, it's called just, just don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like hopefully like touch what I won't. Yeah. But it always seems like crazy that we're allowed to drive. And like, <laughs> it's like weird, this isn't it? Close to not like, uh, anyway, sorry. But like, I guess you are in that. every moment that close probably to, yeah just cause ca- you can just pull the pin on your yeah. whole life oh. but then most of mine are pretty chill most of mine like this morning i was walking across millennia bridge and i was just like imagine if i just did like a like an andy from devil west prada and just threw my phone in the tent yeah and it was like <laughs> and then i was like oh my god what if i did and so then i had to put my phone in my pocket and zip it up and i was like i've got to get off this bridge yeah run <laughs> i've got to go yeah, yeah. but then i feel like a mad person for my intrusive thoughts because i get them badly and then i get the prickly fingers what? Do you know, do we, I think we've like talked the, about this as oh, well. that's so interesting. Yeah, because it's like I really nearly do it. And then I get the prickly fingers and I'm like, oh, I shouldn't. It's normally in the car when I get like an intrusive. Yeah. I think my brain goes a bit quick sometimes. So then I get them and then I'm like, oh. yeah. And then my fingers are like, don't. Oh, don't do it. Do you know, I, I feel like mine have sort of really gone. I think since I started making videos about them and like since seeing everyone has the same sort of thought process, my brain was like, that's so interesting. Make peace. Yeah. yeah, that's so interesting. Probably you have you have it has like been yeah. a form of like catharsis, I guess, to like make peace with it. I said to my therapist, I was like talking about something, and she was like, "I would tell you to act that out with your brain or write it out as a conversation with your brain, but you you kind of already do that." And I was like, "Yeah, I mean, I know I am pretty good at therapy, <laughs> um, but I was like, I feel I like techniques. I feel like it's helped. Yeah, I feel like it's the only intrusive thoughts I get now are more like." I'll be walking along and imagine myself tripping and all my teeth falling out. <laughs> oh. And then I literally, my hands, I'll be, if I'm holding hands with like my boyfriend or something, I'll be like, Ugh. and he'll be like, what have you just thought? <laughs> like, just imagine all my teeth all falling my teeth. out. <laughs> oh, Big fear. Yeah, that's horrible. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I, th- I do think that's really interesting though what you're saying and it kind of ties back to like we, we talk about it all the time about stuff like we try and talk about st- stuff that there is typically a stigma around or like shame around like particularly for women yeah and we always say that like shame you know once you pull it out of the darkness it kind of loses its voice and its power yeah. then and that is that I do think that's the thing as well is that when you like break down these intrusive thoughts and also when you but, but like even your stuff seeing your stuff has made me feel so less alone with like so much and I think that's it's so powerful isn't it just feeling like we're, because we, I don't know we have all these I mean I, I'm speaking on behalf of everyone but like tell me if this is not true but like I, I've I grew up with all of these things in my head that I thought like god I'm so weird and I'm so like mm-hmm. like disgusting or so gross or like all these things and then you just and I think it's actually TikTok really TikTok and a bit of Instagram when you just realise that actually 
people have the same thoughts as you we're completely you wired the same yeah and we do yeah. the same things as i can't remember which video it was of yours it was quite recently and it was something so specific tampon and poo related the two were combined they were, the, they were in a video together i feel like was it the one where it was like the tampons being pushed out yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Love that. Um, and it was like putting a face to the tampon which was you yeah. and the face to the poo which is also you yeah. like it's and nice. a face to the period which is also you <laughs> it does make it so much like like you're right it's like you think you're the only person that happens to it not only yeah. does it are you saying that it happens to the people but like you're really just like putting your face to it in the in a very real sense in a very real sense does that scare you do you know what I was actually thinking about this earlier because my brother said to me once, he was like, do you not get scared when you put a story out that however many people are going to see it? And I'm like, I don't, I actually don't when it's me talking to a camera. But like last night I uploaded a picture from where I was with one of my friends and all day I've been like, this morning I've been like, maybe I should delete it. Maybe I should delete that. And I have no idea why I'm more self-conscious about sharing my real life as opposed to me just talking about something. It feels like... I'm always quite scared of giving people FOMO because I've always really struggled with going on the internet and then seeing people do something fun and being in a place where I'm like, I just feel too anxious to go out or I don't feel good and I'm not doing anything. So I'm so aware of that feeling I've had that I am terrified to put that on someone else. So I always do my stories in my room Mm. or in my flat. And then people go, do you not go out? And I'm like, no, I do. I just don't film anything. (laughs) Too scared to upset someone. Oh, that's so But it's so weird. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. But it's, do you feel like you, it's because you're playing like a character, I guess, if it's your comedy as well? Yeah, I guess that that's so. That's easier to like, it's easier to perform. I feel like, I don't know, because I think the stories that I do put up is when I'm feeling like, oh, that's quite a vulnerable thing that happened. But it's also quite funny to share because if that's happened to someone else, then they'll be like, oh, that's me as well. Because I think the one thing I've always said with this, with the comedy, is like, I really want it to make people feel normal mm. whatever normal is um but like take the the element of like ah and is that just me out of it if that makes sense don't mm. think any of that made sense no it does no, make it sense. sense it's really nice of you to not share your shit when you're out because i yeah. notice that you don't share like i'm just too, i i think yeah. it is just because i spent quite a few years feeling so anxious and also i've also been the other end where i shared so much in a braggy way when it was cool to do that where it was like oh my god look at me and like an amazing holiday yeah 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 and i've yeah. got 16 friends on Bebo. yeah <laughs> <The> sixteen. <laughs> yeah like literally i don't know why i think it is just i'm so aware of how i felt well so was it like a yeah. social anxiety that you had or just mm. anxi- like generalized anxiety i think well i've always had um generalized anxiety but i think i really i think after lockdown especially I was yeah. on my own during lockdown and my on my own in a flat and I think I just got to the point where I was like, I actually don't want to go outside. <laughs> like yeah. really didn't want to see anyone, didn't want to do anything. And then when I did see people doing stuff online, I was like, Oh, I'm really missing out. But this is my own fault. Yeah. That's the worst. Yeah. And it's your own fault. Mm. It's like, oh curses. Like, God, I, I, could, hey, I could fix this. Yeah. <laughs> see, I don't mind it when it's my own fault because I'm like, oh, at least I like was asked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At least I but it's when you're it. not asked. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then it's worse. <laughs> yeah, we've we've talked about this, haven't we? Like in summer, yeah. which is yeah, that I get Al stressed out in, in summer, the summer because I feel like everyone's getting together all the time. They're always like doing stuff. Yeah, and I feel compelled to like do stuff, and I'm seeing stuff on Instagram all the time of like people 
doing this and that and I, I don't know it makes me feel like oh god I'm I'm you know I should be doing more or I should be I don't it's know hard to have the energy though yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah it really is but you 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 have quite like a lot of morality then to what you're doing which is like and I think that's a responsibility I don't know maybe it's because you're a millennial I think probably it's definitely more so because you're a woman but it's kind of like I, I do you feel like you have a responsibility to look after your followers and like look after the people that consume your content I think so I think because I sort of in my head all the people that follow me are like me Mm. I feel very responsible for them and what they're seeing um but it's definitely a me thing because I look at other people sharing their life and there's not an ounce of me that goes they shouldn't do that Mm. like I look at and I'm like oh I want to see more of that Mm. but yeah I can't put that on myself I can't reverse that to myself for some reason which is a really odd thing um but yeah I definitely feel like I want to protect them and make sure they're like happy (laughs) it's really odd of me to think no I get it and like so much of your sketches are like making people feel normal and good so I guess maybe it's like you don't want to like undo that bit yeah I don't know is a part of it wanting to protect your I mean you have so many followers like millions and millions of people so I'm thinking like as a part of it wanting to protect your privacy and some or like have control over some (laughs) kind of privacy that you can like keep to yourself yeah I think there's certain things I think especially like I won't share any of my friends or my boyfriend or my family on my social media because they haven't chosen that like if they if I was out with them I think I'd have to go, are you all okay with this? And I know, yeah. like, my boyfriend wouldn't because of his job. He wouldn't want to be on my social media. I know that my mum wouldn't want to be on my social media and most of my friends would... Like, some of them would probably be okay with it, but I think yeah. the other half would probably be a bit like, it's a bit intimidating. What if someone it's says something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I tend to just have, like, a thing where unless someone is already on the internet doing stuff, I won't put them on my story. If yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, that's fair enough. I've got friends that are uncomfortable with it. Yeah. This is yeah. what I feel like Gen Z aren't good at. Like, my sister's social media, she's Gen Z. Very scary. And all <laughs> she wants to do is make her friends look ugly and stupid on social media. No. It's all they do. Brutal. They just, whenever she takes a photo of me, she does it on 0.5 Zoom from above with the flash on. And I'm just like, why? <laughs> why? Thank why? you so much. It's horrible. And it's like, you can tell she's having a really great night and her friends all look really pretty, but they don't look it because she's put them on her second story from like a bird's eye view. Um, and I feel, I don't know, maybe we've got a bit more caution with socials and stuff. I don't know. Or maybe we just overshared so much as teenagers that now we're, because I've certain, I've Definitely. had a bit of a spin round and I'm just like, I want to share less. Pull back, yeah. 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 Maybe we just over overindulged. We really did. Yeah. There was a, we gobbled. I, it was a real, oh, let's take a, I take a camera on a night out everywhere we go when we when you're 18. <laughs> take Don't document that. <laughs> yeah. Why? 219 photos no. from in an album, oh, literally. So bad. Like, at least four albums of yeah. every night on Facebook. So bad. Yeah, from different angles. Oh, God. We shared way too. That's way actually too incredibly. Much. What were our parents yeah. thinking? Don't allow that. No. Don't allow that. Oh yeah. god, I I cringe at what I I don't think any of those videos or pictures exist anymore though for me. No, they definitely do. I just don't want to admit it. <laughs> Every birthday they pop up like a friend sharing yeah, them. And I'm yeah, like, yeah. don't share that. Don't well, share that one. Well, I've done this. <laughs> yeah. Not great. I was thinking about that the other day. I wanted to like, just delete my Facebook because there's so much stuff on, like so many pictures on there. But they don't disappear. It's do just your not? tag that disappears. If someone else has uploaded them, yeah. they still exist. 
I honestly want to contact oh, yeah, all, everybody I went to school with and be like, hi. Everyone. everyone deactivate your Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> or just delete every photo that you have of me. Yeah. Don't know why. Just, it's actually mad that the whole, that the whole, because I think a lot of people might say of you, as they definitely have of me, that I overshare because I put a lot, sometimes I remember my dad freaking out once about me uploading a photo from the loo because I did an ad for a company about cystitis treatment. <laughs> yeah. No regrets. Um, <laughs> but I remember him saying, that's a massive oversharing. And I think a lot of people might fall into the um, trap of thinking that you do share your whole life because you share mm-hmm. the intimate moments of like, a tampon and a poo yeah, or whatever. Yeah. But actually, you kind of sound like you really know where your boundaries are. And I feel like there's a lot of millennials are like yeah, that now. Yeah, I also, I feel like sometimes people think they know me in a, in a message and then I have to sort of think, if someone said something mean about me or they've messaged me something mean, I'm like, that's absolutely not how, who I am. Yeah. And I think people watch my sketches and take them as like, that's a direct thing that's exactly how I've done it as a sketch is exactly how it happened to me mm. I'm, like, I'm usually exaggerating it for comedy obviously yeah. and it's usually like sometimes it's something that's never happened to me but I'm like that's a funny idea I'll write that and then they're like oh my god um I can't believe that happened to you and I'm like no it, it didn't though yeah <laughs> it might happen to me but that yeah. actually hasn't yeah um it's comedy or like that's a funny end to a video and then someone will say that's really weird that that happened or but I'm like, no, 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 please remember it's a sketch. Yeah, Because yeah. I was like, I'm like, oh, I, I feel like I need to maybe put a disclaimer on it sometimes because it's not everyone, but the odd person then thinks that's fully me and then we'll be like, why are you so worried about that or why are you so X, Y, Z? And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not, it's just comedy. Yeah, but that's the, in action, it's that what we say like a lot, which is what Jacqueline taught us and that's my life coach that we have on the podcast because we do live therapy. Cause I love that. That's <laughs> the level of oversharing we've reached. Um, but it's like you can't control other people's reactions to you and you no. can't control their narrative, particularly if you're going out to like millions of people all the time. Yeah. People are going to have ideas about Yeah, you. definitely. Um, but in life that happens. Like, you know, you, your work friends will think you're a different person to your yeah. whatever. But do you ever have like, talking about sharing I'm not going to say oversharing because I don't think it is because I love it but like you know the stuff that you talk about with like sex and poo stuff and tampons and all stuff like that which previously have been considered taboos and and, and still are taboos do is there ever are there any ever, ever are there any ever ideas or sketches where you're like oh, I don't know if I want to do this like it's a bit too yeah are there there are yeah because really? I think there are things, I'll still do them, but it will take me a while to build up to do it. Because I think there are still things that people will find icky or um, they they won't be comfortable with. And they will 100% tell me that. And I think that's completely fair enough. Not everyone is comfortable to talk about these things. But I feel like I've come to a place where I feel like it's now something I want to do where I'm like I no I do want to stop that being a taboo like discharge no one likes talking about discharge mm. and I brought in that character and I had so many so many women messaging me saying that it sh- I shouldn't have done it and really? seriously yeah and Why? I thought it's completely it's nothing on me I think it's it's a complete thing on someone else where they they just obviously feel very uncomfortable about it yeah but they should feel uncomfortable quietly yeah right. deal with that themselves yeah it's um I think it's it's almost the fact I don't think that any of our generation had good sex education yeah so I think discharge to some people is a really gross thing and they're like oh that's so gross and you shouldn't talk about that and that should be completely How a secret they say it to you? yeah 
Um, there was one woman who um, messaged me and kind of said that um, it was, uh, I think she said it was gross and I shouldn't be talking about it on the internet. And I can't remember, but I, I'd sent her a message back and said, I completely respect that that's how you feel about it. But I just think it's good to talk about because, you know, it happens to all us women. It's very normal. Um, and she actually sent me a really nice message back. But I do think that there's, I mean, even poo people are uncomfortable talking about. and. Yeah. That's really nice of you to have that conversation. Yeah. Though. Maybe we're just like I don't know. I don't. I don't think I'd be that nice. I'm a bit no. too reactionary for that. I think but... it's just the like you've always got to think the other person has been brought up to not. I don't because in some households people. I mean, in my household we never spoke about it, but it was never a problem. But I think some households it's very much stuff that happens to your body and stuff that happens in the bathroom don't talk to anyone else about it and that's how they've been brought up so seeing someone talk about it on the internet is quite jarring it's like confronting. why are you talking about that you should, like that's a secret um and so i think there are people that are very uncomfortable talking about toilet stuff but they're and... not that uncomfortable that they're not going to police you on it this is the thing that's what if you're that uncomfortable don't fucking watch i see it. stuff that i'm uncomfortable yeah, with like on tiktok the all the time like, but like lipstick unless it was something that i thought was like harmful i i wouldn't yeah no, i wouldn't yeah i find that pass comment on it's it it's like policing you because you you can do it you can do whatever you want at the yeah. end of the day you can create whatever content you want i to do create. i do find it um really interesting how people respond to things because mm. i think I don't know. I feel like I've got quite a lot of people that feel very comfortable to share their opinions with me, which I quite like. I quite I quite like that people will be like, oh, th- this is how I feel about that. And they'll share it with me. And then it almost gets into a little conversation in my DMs with them where we both like talk about how we like have different feelings on it. And um, it's quite interesting to see the other perspective. But I don't think I'd ever comment on some. But I'm quite a passive watcher. Yeah. I don't feel like I, I think we could all do with being a bit more passive with our watching though because yeah. I don't think it's your like it's really nice that you're having these conversations in your DMs but I don't think that's your responsibility Boo is snoring by the way just in case oh, you can sorry. hear something yeah. Um, yeah I don't ne- like necessarily think it's your responsibility to educate these people on mm. why 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 what you're doing is okay because mm. I like but then hopefully that will change you know so we haven't had very good sex education I think we do need to teach kids how to use the internet and it's yeah. a lot of like What's the one above us, millennials? The oh yeah, what are they called? Gen X. Gen X. They don't get a fun name. Man, they don't deserve a fun name because they're not fun people. Because they're the ones in the DMs all the time. What age group are Gen X? They're the like thirty five. No, the one. Fuck. Yeah, you're on the (laughs) way there. No, you'll never move category. No, you'll never move category. Oh right, right, right. Okay, yeah. Oh wow, boomers are boomers are born in forty six to sixty four. Yeah. I thought our parents were. Boom. Oh, so that okay. are oh, they boomers, are boomers, yeah. sorry, yeah. And then 65 to 80 is Gen X. Yeah. 81 to 86 is Millennials. 81 to 96. Gen sorry, X flew sorry, under 96. the radar, though. They were quite smart. Yeah. They yeah, were. they're not really talked about. boomers are quite... They just use Google. I think boomers are quite controversial. They've got opinions that we don't. I think that, yeah. personally, I think we are the best generation because I think that Agree. we're adaptable. Agree. I feel like yeah. we've been we're able to adapt. To, yeah, we yeah. are. Oh my God. I think Gen Z are going to end up being a very good generation though because I think they're look what they've done in America yeah Yeah. now they're all voting yeah Yeah. good to see love to see it Um, Discharge yeah sorry (laughs) just Discharge Discharge it wasn't until and I can't believe I'm saying this literally I'm like in my mid 30s and it wasn't until a couple years ago and I saw a video on TikTok um, and it was a girl like showing her Discharge right so okay a bit gross but I was like oh my god I 
just I've never seen anyone talking about that before and isn't that crazy that we all have discharge and yet it's this like super it taboo it feel like the last taboo it really yeah. does yeah. yeah I don't know what it is and she was talking about like you know the sticky sorry this is really good is this too much it's no, normal. normal you know the sticky like clear discharge that you I've now learned that you get when you're ovulating cervical plug yeah yeah and she and it was that that she was talking about and I was like my mind was like I'd never seen anything like it before it's I watched wild. it like seven times and I was like I can't believe I'm seeing this, but also this is so cool. Yeah. And like, why have, I've never had a conversation with my friend, my friends before then about discharge. I feel like, like growing up, my friends, we all spoke about discharge quite a lot. Did you? Yeah, Did you? because I feel like my, my friendship group's always been really open with each other. And I think one of my friends said it first and was like, oh, I've got, uh, no, actually, I think where it comes from is, you know, when you, <laughs> I think it's when you're ovulating, but you get the discharge comes out quite thick and fast and you're like oh I think I've just come on and then when you come back from the point you're like oh I haven't come on it's then like well everyone knows you've just had a big blob of discharge come out (laughs) so then you have to be like no it's just discharge Um, so I think that's where it started in our friendship groups we've always spoken about it however it wasn't until I was about 26 which what three years ago did I actually find out what discharge was and how it was different at different times of the month. I yeah. know. Yeah, I only learned that from Natural Cycles. Wild, yeah. absolutely wild. Yeah, you, you, told, you yeah. told me, I learned it from you. Yeah, I yeah. learned it from Natural Cycles. And now I'm pregnant and I have loads of discharge and I had to ask Flitz yesterday. Does it yesterday. get more? <laughs> so much more. I guess because it's protecting yeah. for bacteria. I, well, at the beginning oh. it's like, you don't know what weighs up because you haven't got periods, so you don't really know. And then it's kind of, and then now I'm in the third trimester and it's like, it's not good. Like, really? just so, yeah, that's just so much. And it's so weird. And I had to ask Fliss, who's our friend that's um, just had a baby a couple of weeks ago, and I was just like, and it's the first time I think I've, I've brought it up with someone. And I was like, is this normal? Because it's a lot. And she was like, oh, yeah. And she was telling me like about her her experience with it. And then I was reading about it. And people are like, yeah, you have to wear period pants at the end of pregnancy because really? it goes straight through, goes to your leggings. I was like, I just, I had no, because I've just been like watching this go on for a few days, a few weeks now, getting more and more. And I'm just like, is this? What's happening? That's so interesting. So interesting, but I just have no no one to ask. I know, and that's and that's the sad yeah. thing, isn't it? It's like this very very normal thing about our bodies. Like, why wouldn't we talk, talk about it? it? Yeah, and it's really not discussed. I mean, you know, like it's it's just, it's, 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 just weird. it's disgusting because yeah. no one talks or about a it. Exactly. That's why a bogey. It's like yeah. a vaginal bogey. It is. This is like the vagina <laughs> okay, monologue. That's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> why do you know I've got a phobia of bogeys? So. Yeah, I don't know what it yeah. is. If I see a bogey, like if someone picks Pulls their nose in front of me and they they like go to flick it somewhere, I'm like, can you can you please not? Yeah, I'll be safe. That's fucking mad. Who's doing that in front <laughs> so of me? I love you say that. Like you say that as if like, it's like, it's no, all it's like the people time. on the bus or like on the oh, tube, so and they'll be like, oh, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna be safe. I hate it when someone says like about themselves, like have I got a bat in the kit or whatever, and they make me look. They're like, I'm like, I don't want to. Don't, like, don't bring me into this. Look in the mirror. You've got a forward-facing camera. You don't need <laughs> That's me. That's what it's for. Yeah. Just to look at your bogeys. But that is what you do, I guess. You're that friend to people. Like, you're the discharge friend. And then, oh my God. The I'm fuck. a discharge pal. The new, the new, your new character of your fake orgasm, with the, like, jumping with yeah, it, I have so to good. ask, does that annoy men? Do you yes. get men in the comments? Just for context, um, Hayley's most recent video was about, she was a penis. If you don't, if you haven't watched any videos, it's not going to make a lot of She's a tampon, she's a penis, she's a discharge. <laughs> she's a woman of many hats. <laughs> um, but you were playing the, the, 
it's basic sex basically and then a willy not doing is willy not doing it right and then you just brought out the fake orgasm to make it end so i think i kind of avoid comments after a certain time because i don't want to see i've actually i had to delete quite a lot of comments on tiktok on that video because it gets into a debate where people aren't very nice and then it feels like they're shaming other people so i'm like as soon as you start shaming someone else i'm like you're gone um just remove that comment because it's if someone came on there and they were a bit self-conscious as a man or a woman and saw that i would feel like the worst i just feel so awful for that person and i never want my humor to come across as it's picking on someone or putting someone down that's why i try and do it in a comical way that kind of like would hopefully make people laugh um but as far as i've seen it's not upset anyone it sparked a debate where people were like wouldn't you just tell your partner which absolutely like that's yeah. what theoretically though yeah like, i've always yeah. done that i've i think faking an orgasm for me is just me missing out on something but as a younger woman i definitely did do that just for it to sort of you know when you're like what's going on why and it's not happening for me yeah, 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 yeah. well yeah woo! <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. um but no i think but some people aren't that confident some people don't have yeah. that confidence to have that conversation with a partner or if it's someone that they don't know that well or if they've you know they're are not like not like a one-off partner but yeah one-off partner they might not know how to say or how to like be like could you finish me off afterwards or mm. yeah well i mean and, and people who have just grown up with a lot of shame around sex and, yeah. and, and a very like a, a non-existent conversation around sex they don't know even what they should be asking for they don't no. even know that that's that's not good to do that so uh, again sex education the lack of it yeah was, Shocking. Very loud. But that's another thing you do is sex toy ads. And I've seen them on Instagram and I presume that they're on TikTok as well. I don't use TikTok as much and I don't need to use it as much now I have you on Instagram because you were like, <laughs> you are my draw. Um, yeah, so you've worked with Love Honey and Lilo and you've done some really fun... You Actually, all your ads are really good because you bring in the product in like such a... Like, I, I want to say natural, but like <laughs> this sketched scene where you like play a dump on it's not necessarily natural, but you know what I mean. Um, they work really well, but I wonder, I wonder how that goes, like how the reaction is to that because you've got the combined thing of talking about sex, which is taboo, and then making money, which is taboo. Mm-hmm. Um, so, how are people about the ads that you do? Well, I think with the ads in general, I try to make them as close to a normal sketch as possible. Uh-huh. So, that is, I find that ads take me triple the time than a regular video would do because I'm constant I'm like right how do I integrate that without someone watching it and going oh this isn't what I'd signed up for because I want I want someone to watch it and go oh it's just felt like a normal I didn't even know that was an ad but for it still to be an ad yeah so there's like a fine line between that um but I feel like as well I'm just I don't know what I don't know I feel like I just try and very seamlessly put it in there but I also um always make sure there's some humor around it or some sort of taboo to be bust or something so I think I did one um once where it was like when your brain's going off thinking about something else yeah and then bringing in um the product as like the way to stop that yeah um was that ethical porn dipsy dipsy yeah yeah See how your ads work? Because yeah. I remember that. I love that. I love yeah. that. But how are people in the comments? They're fine. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. I, I, That's good. As I said, I stop reading them after. Like, I'll read them for a full day and I'll reply as much as I can. But then after that, I sort of come away from it because I don't want to see anything bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll take it way too personally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you still? Yeah, definitely. I think if it's 
if it's something about my work or if it's something about me, I take it really personally because it's like I really pride myself in trying to do the best I can. So if someone like attacks that, I'm like, I suck. Um, <laughs> or if someone says something like about how I look or how I am as a person, obviously that hurts. Like yeah. I, I guess that happens to everyone, though, right? Yeah, I d- yeah, yeah. It doesn't hurt me anymore about how I look, but more because I'm just like. Yeah, like, we've like I don't know. I've I've had some therapy, but the stuff about your work is just like, and and it feels That's really hard. personal because yeah. you do put in no other no other walk of life. I guess with com- being a comedian or working on social media in general, it's like if if Alex my my Alex is doing a bad job, or if Dave or whatever, or like any of like anyone who's got a normal job is doing a bad job, they can just fix how they do that job. Yeah, but if you're doing a bad job, it's because like you're feeling kind of a you. You <laughs> like, suck. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, there's nothing to hide behind. It's yeah. Like, you can't be like, oh, sorry, it's just, you know... You're on stage. Yeah, Excel was playing up. You yeah. can't say that. It was just no. like, oh, sorry, my... Yeah. Sorry, oh, you're just... done. <laughs> She's <laughs> like, I'm done. You're done. <laughs> She's showing you. She's like, you need to get in there. <laughs> She's like, no, here. <laughs> Lifting her leg up. She's like, there you go. <laughs> sorry to jump around. And I can't remember if I actually know this or not, but what did you do before... Like, what was your job before TikTok, before you started um, comedy sketching? I'm really bad at explaining this because I feel like I just did loads of different jobs. But okay. I always, I've always worked two jobs, really. So I'd always either worked... Before this happened, I've worked at Disney as a bartender. Okay. Um, Which kind of Disney? The Orlando one. Fun! So I oh lost my, God, my job so during COVID. Oh, not But I'd fun, also done that previously so I did 2016-17 and then a gap in the middle where I was working in social media and as a waitress in the evening and then um, went back to Disney did that and then came back and then worked in the hospital in HR and also was a waitress. You do have very good Disney charisma like <laughs> Fliss worked at Disneyland and it's Did just you? there's just a, there's a good energy yeah. a, good, a, good, a good energy you're a good positive oh person. It was really fun yeah, I feel like it? it was it was a really good place to like I don't know, just everyone's so happy. See, yeah. this is why, Al, you don't have Disney energy. I don't think you'd like working there. I think everyone would annoy you. But really? like, Hayley's like, oh, everyone's so nice. To oh, be fair, I, like I worked Disney. around adults. I do. I do like Disney, yeah. I was serving adults all the time, so I wasn't around kids. I think yeah. I'm a bit awkward around kids <laughs> because I'm always like, are your parents okay with me? Like, like you know when you're, like, my boyfriend's nephews, I'm always like, do you think that I don't know how to speak to children? Or, like, are you sort of like... Um, don't don't like it's a bit exposing, I don't know. Yeah, it? It, you just yeah. feel really vulnerable. Yeah. And I'm like, am I doing it wrong? Yeah, yeah it's yeah, a bit yeah. embarrassing if you do get it wrong as well because kids they don't have the yeah. graces to be like. Also, they can smell desperation. Yeah, and that's <laughs> me. I'm like, like me, please like me. Yeah, let's and play with like, your Lego. <laughs> and they're like, no, let's not, you weirdo. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, we're over it. Yeah, and then you feel embarrassed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. A, a girl rolled her eyes at me on the tube today I'd say she was three or four so I stuck oh. my tongue out at her and then I was like what am I doing what am I doing what, what am I doing <laughs> what's happening and the parents they're like <laughs> yeah looking nice at me nice thing I gave her the middle finger yeah. fuck off <laughs> <laughs> imagine that at Disney World having to be like hello princess yeah, I feel like the, the biggest knob I'm like hello princess and the parents are like you are so weird <laughs> oh. like I just don't know how to talk to kids such a cool thing to do though That's yeah so, it was great yeah. I had such a good time but... my friend did that and um she came back with all these like disney secrets oh you do like all the secrets yeah yeah yeah, yeah and like yeah. apparently i don't know if this is true anymore she did it ages ago apparently if, if anyone asks you for something you can't say no 
Like you're not allowed to say no. I definitely did. Okay. okay. <laughs> this used to get Maybe. felt up by all the dads. Okay. What? Cost- she was in the costumes. She uh, was Cinderella. Cinderella. That's so gross. Yeah, she said it was horrible. She's dreaded the photos because dads would always. Ew. Yeah. There was a problem with Ariel. She had to change the costume she had before was like a bikini top, and then a man was quite drunk, put his arm around her. It was in. Mm, well, I don't know if it was in the news, but it basically her whole costume had changed to be covering more. And I was like, that is so sad. So yeah. sad. Like, nothing how is awful. sacred. Oh no. my God. Fuckers. Yeah, it also happens with the men as well. It's not just the really? princesses, yeah. Mm. Oh, gross. It's like the, so it, it happens you could do on both Disney things. Expose. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. Like, let's lay through it. <laughs> you would get sued. <laughs> yeah. 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 No. No. That's, no that's all of this is alleged. Everything yeah. is like me. Like, sli- like we're slightly below the radar here. Yeah. We're not. You know, we're not yeah, taking yeah, this yeah. to the BBC. We're just. <laughs> We're just speculating. Yeah. Okay, to the podcast. <laughs> so you were okay. So you were kind of like doing a few different jobs, but was yeah. comedy always like the thing that you what like? Yeah. What you want, like your end goal, always. Yeah. So I think um, my dad, he always used to write on the side of his job sitcoms, and he used to. There was a forum. I remember he used to write on it where you'd send in jokes for them to use on like panel shows and things. Oh, that's cool. So he always did stuff like that. Um, and we've just been brought up, me and my brother have been brought up around my dad very much. He used to write sketches for us to perform just because yeah. it was like fun for us to do. There's probably video somewhere of it, but that was always us growing up. So I think subconsciously that's always been like a joy for me. And I think because that is such a great part of my childhood. As I got older, I always wanted to do that again, um, which is how it like manifested in YouTube and then everything else. But it's always been what I've wanted to do, but it's been so hard to get into. And I've always yeah. been broke. That's why I've always done two jobs. And so now I'm like, it feels, I feel like the most grateful person in the world to have these platforms and be able to do what I do and to just have one job. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, it's a lot, like a lot of jobs in yeah. one, but it just feels so nice to be able to like finally do what I want to do um, and be able to be like financially secure. Mm. Whereas before I've always yeah. been like living paycheck to paycheck, struggling and just sort of like what I just like everyone really yeah yeah and that is the beauty of social media isn't it is that like things like comedy is so hard to get into especially for women right yeah so social media kind of offers a bit more of a level playing ground and just gives a bit you know yeah definitely did you ever do live comedy no would you ever um it's difficult because I think when you do live comedy it sort of needs to be your full-time thing because you're kind of always having to come up with new material and you're you're kind of writing stuff that's probably between like 10 and 15 minutes or even an hour if you're doing like a special or something but um most comics I know that do live shows they put everything into it and they're always working on it and I feel like I wouldn't have the time to do that also I am shit in front of people like I I panic I'll really? be like um freeze yeah I've done like one live thing and I was so nervous and it I think I made people uncomfortable watching me really it's like it's not nice to watch someone that's there like (laughs) (laughs) trying to get their words hi guys (laughs) and everyone's like oh my god you Al you love watching comedy I love watching comedy oh I love it I'm I'm so nervous leave the room exactly I'm so nervous for the comedians Mm. I love being made to laugh and I love comedians but I'm so nervous for them it's like I've got too much empathy so I'm watching it I'm just like are they okay are they 
what if people don't find them funny? And then I find it so anxiety inducing that people might not find them funny that I then can't find them funny, even if right. they're hilarious, because I'm so worried <laughs> that what everyone it. else is thinking. I'm like, are you enjoying this? Are we all enjoying this? Good. Like, you show them that Yay. we love them. Yeah, I just feel so nervous for them, and particularly women, because I feel like it's so much harder. I feel like yeah. already women have something to prove when yeah. they come up. I think there. especially when it's a room full of men mm. and an older group of men, mm. they typically don't really accept female comics. Um at Edinburgh, I watched loads of shows at Edinburgh this year, and I do feel like the women completely trump the men. Really? Yeah, they're really, they're really, really good acts. But yeah, I get what you mean. It is nerve wracking watching people and being worried for them. I think it's because yeah. the first comedy show I went to was at the comedy store, The Gong Night. Oh, which Alec, my that's husband, it then. He's taken it to me. Th- that's taken brutal. Me to it three times. It's it's horrible, and I don't find it What's funny. The Gong. It's like night? a comedian has to come out and they've got a minute. No, you have to stay up for there for three minutes. Yeah. They give the panels, they give a pad, sorry, a paddle to three people in the audience yeah. to read the room, either green or red, right? Oh my God. And if they're not funny within that time and a gong goes up, one of the, you know, if you're reading the room, someone will put the paddle up and if they get three paddles, then they're out. But in order to us to tell the paddler that we want them off, we have to boo. So somebody's up there and it's either silence or booze That's until they're off. Great character building, though. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> it's, it's like brutal. it kills me. And but you, it's relentless because it's every three minutes. So you're literally sitting there and then one's done a right and you're like, oh, thank God, they've done okay. And then the next one's up and it's like, oh, God, I've got to do it again. Oh. It, I think no, the, the type of people that do that have confidence or are really prepared to fail. Yeah. So I feel like it's it makes me feel easier to, to watch. Be. Yeah, because yeah. I think you're only putting yourself up there if you're confident enough for people to boo you. Like if I went up there, I'd cr- I'd be coming off, they'd gong me, and I'd be like, like yeah. I can't do it anymore. I'd be quite clapped. Yeah. Literally, yeah. like everything's everything's ruined. Yeah. Whereas like, Call my neither is the type of person that go up there and be like, yeah, yeah, whatever. That was a bit of fun. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. They just don't care yeah. yeah yeah and i think it's probably the best place to go as a comic because you're always going to fail like yeah. no no matter who you are and how long you've done it there are going to be jokes that do not land for you has there been one like a sketch that hasn't landed or like a video that you've taken down or like is there a, a if fail she says no up? then i'm just going to be so jealous and proud of her because we yeah. do we, that's why we named the podcast literally should i delete that we take it we take stuff down all the time <laughs> no there is there's definitely oh there's definitely <laughs> videos where i'm like that didn't really go so well and my boyfriend would just get inundated like loads of whatsapps from me being like it didn't go well should i delete it it's not very yeah, good yeah. so 100 percent. you're like oh yeah. i've ruined my career yeah oh it's crushing isn't yeah. it and sometimes it's not your fault. Sometimes it's just the algorithm. Oh, it's definitely my fault. Oh. <laughs> it's definitely my people are like, that's just you. But it must be so hard to like, because, okay, you, you come up with the initial idea and you can gauge whether that's funny or not. Otherwise, it, you wouldn't like yeah. be going with the idea and it's funny. But then like once you get into it, it must be so hard to have perspective on like, is this funny? Do you send it to anyone? Yeah, so I hate, because it's the same as like writing my book. I've read it so many times, I hate my book, but then I'll give it to someone to read and they'll be like, this is brilliant, yeah. love it. Yeah. Um, same with the video. As soon as I've got to the point where it's finished and ready to go, I'm like, this sucks. Why would I put this out into the world? And then I send it to my boyfriend and a group of, I've got um, several little groups on WhatsApp that I'll send it to, just not my family. Um, <laughs> and then I'll get feedback from them. And yeah, they're like, yeah. oh, I love it. Or that's great. Definitely post it. Like, really relate. Yeah. Do you take, like, feedback? Do they offer feedback that's mm. like, this isn't, maybe change this? Yeah. 
And how does that feel? Um, I actually really welcome it. And I usually say, be really brutal with me. But if I don't have time, if it's like Friday morning at 11.30 and I don't have time to reshoot, I'm like, don't be brutal. Just tell me yes or no. Tell me what I want to hear. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But no, if someone says to me like, oh, I think it'd be better if you cut that bit or maybe deliver that line differently, I'd be like, perfect, I can redo that. Because I would rather know than put it out and then second guess it or someone say it for me um, and be in the comments like, oh, it would have been funnier if you did that. And then I'm like, ah, you're right. Oh, <laughs> you're so God. right. I love that community though. I, I really, I do really welcome like even on, even if it is something that afterwards I'm like, shit, I should have done that. I do love when someone's like, oh, it would have been funnier if you did this. And I'm like, you are so right. And I love that you've yeah. sort of got to the, you've been with me on this for a while now that you know how the format is to know that it that would have been funnier. I don't know. Mm. Brutal, but also, yeah, yeah, good. Yeah. And I suppose like it's good to, yeah, learn as well. I don't know, my skin's crawling because I can't take I can't take any kind of criticism. It's hard criticism is hard though, isn't it? So hard. So hard. Yeah, because yeah. it's an intrusive thought from someone else. Yeah. Like it's an intrusive piece of information. It's like take what no. Like, criticism is mad, isn't it? Yeah. My least favourite thing in the whole world is when someone says, like, I'm just giving you some constructive criticism. I'm like, I didn't ask for it. I don't need th- what are you constructing? Yeah. Like, I'm you know, a full person. Because I think that sometimes you get that in the DMs, and it's just like I'm just saying this to be helpful, and it's like it's not fucking helping; it's crushing. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm crying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Playing devil's advocate, it's the same thing. Mm. Like, just I don't think we needed this. But yeah. that's like when you have an argument though, and someone goes, "I'm just going to play devil's advocate for the other side," and I'm like, "I want comfort, not solutions." <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah. just comfort me. Just tell me I'm right, but I'm not. <laughs> so if Butler said to me once that the devil doesn't need an advocate because he's the devil. And now whenever anybody says that I'm playing devil's advocate, I'm like, he doesn't need one, babes. Don't say it. Whatever this is, it's unnecessary. <laughs> I love that. You um, sound very mature at taking your... taking Not mature. Yes, mature. I'm sticking with it. You sound very mature for taking the criticism and like very, very well-rounded that you can take that criticism and just be like, okay. Because being an, an anxious... You know, say, being an anxious person generally people with an anxious temperament aren't so good at taking criticism or whatever but you, yeah. you know, you're very good at taking stuff on board yeah I imagine you respond rather than react which is this the is this is my dad when I is was it? growing up I did I went to dance school and we also did I don't know if stagecoach was like everywhere right yeah. yeah I did stagecoach so we did shows all the time it's like stagecoach was shows every six weeks and then dancing was once a year and I remember getting in the car sitting in the back my mum and dad in the front my brother next to me and then my parents would give us really constructive criticism in a nice way because I'd be like what did you think and they'd be like oh it was amazing say all the things you want to hear and then they'd be like you were quite shy and you can tell you were quite shy and it's it would be really good if you were more confident next time so they've always done that and it always sat really well with my brother and I and I feel like we really grew from that so that now when I'm older when I do get that criticism don't get me wrong sometimes I'm like in, the, in a bad mood and I'm like that's crushed me but usually I can take it and be like okay I can learn from that next time I'll do this or next time I'll do that and also with the reaction thing so many times when I was younger get an email that I didn't like at work and I would react and then afterwards I'd be like how do I unsend it oh my god I sounded really mean mm, or like yeah. that was really rude of me to respond like that and then I'd have to go and find the person and be like I'm so sorry if I came across rude I didn't mean it that way so as I've got older I'm just like just take five minutes mm. sit with it and then try and see someone else's because we're all humans we've all been brought up mm. completely differently really 
So I think I've always just sort of now been in that place where I'm like, right, we aren't the same person. You've got a different background to me. I've had, you know, a different upbringing and I've got a brother. You might have a sister. And so we might just react very differently or have different opinions. But, yeah. um, yeah. Am I right in thinking that you lost your dad a couple of years ago? Last year, Last yeah. Last year. Yeah. And he was a really big part of your coming huge, to your comedy. Yeah, huge part, yeah. Gosh, that must have been really hard to keep, I don't know, being, showing up yeah. online when you're yeah. going through something because you don't share that so much, that side of it was life. No, it was quite difficult because it was, yeah, April 2021 when he passed away and it was when my channel was just growing. Like everything, like my Instagram and TikTok were just, it was growing really, really rapidly. And I actually really regret this, but when he first died, the day he died, I uploaded a video. I'd already had it ready and I was like, I have to upload something otherwise. Because I was, it was at that point where I was doing stories every day and uploading every other day. And I thought, if I don't upload, I'm going to have to talk about it. Mm. So I was like, I'm going to have to just act normal and upload yeah. it. And I actually think that is messed up that I did that. And I, I, didn't, I didn't take time to mourn. I didn't take any time off. Even the day of the funeral, I uploaded a video. And I was like, that feels so sociopathic that I did that. But my brain was just like distracting me. It was like... Mm don't focus on the fact your dad's died, focus on the fact that you've got to work and do this. And I don't, I really didn't handle it well. Um, And now I'm in therapy, I'm like, I did not give myself time to grieve. But I also, I feel like I'm really, I feel like I really hope he's proud of me because he always wanted this. Mm, He was always like the first to call me in the morning and be like, you've gained a hundred followers on, subscribers on YouTube or whatever. When I was younger, I mean, he's had, he had dementia for, like six years so he obviously didn't know anything that was happening when it was happening but um I was always like I feel like he'd be really proud now to like sorry I'm gonna cry to like know that's happening but yeah like I I just even with the book when Penguin approached me and were like um would you like to write a book I was like I would love to write a book um and especially like my dad always wanted to publish a book so now I feel like I'm getting to do the thing he never got to do um, so yeah, I'm like really proud of that. I I read that in an interview that you 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 done that he always wanted to publish a book, yeah. And now you were publishing your book, and I was like, that's such a special, like full circle moment. And God, he would be like so proud, like that's I hope incredible. So. I mean, I don't think he'd write a book that talks about like vaginas and queefing, <laughs> no. but it would have probably been really Dad. weird if he had. <laughs> yeah. like, Dad, why are you writing about queefing? Yeah. Stop trying to normalise that. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's, oh no, that's really special. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that with us. And um, yeah, that must have been a really difficult time. And you say like, but I can. It sounds like work became your coping mechanism. One hundred percent. You, I, I don't know about like any previous losses, but if you haven't had previous losses, it's like you don't know how to deal with that no. with a loss of that size as well. That's just yeah. that's so rough. I think it was it was really difficult as well because it was a double grieving process. Like when you have someone with dementia, you lose them first. Yeah. yeah. And then you've just okay. got the shell and then you lose them yeah. again. And it's a bit like your brain can't quite wrap its head around what's going on. Right. Very odd. Mm. Yeah. I still don't think Horrible. I've 100% grieved it, but... No, no. I think it's amazing that you can still be funny and have that for him as well like if you know humor was something that was really important to him and yeah. important to your upbringing it's lovely that you can carry that like forever for him did you, yeah i, I lo- like i'm i think he'd be really proud of you i hope so i did when he did first get diagnosed with dementia though for two years i did not look at comedy or do comedy or touch really? it because i just couldn't yeah. i like, looked back at sketches i'd done on youtube and i was like how did i even come up with that 
Mm. So it's funny what your brain does. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, and like we said, amazing that you now have a book that's going to be published. Can you briefly just tell us about it and give us some details yeah of course I feel like I'm really bad at describing it so <laughs> it's it's called me versus brain an overthinker's guide to life um and it's basically um I've done all the overthinking so you don't have to so it's Love like that. the life of a chronic overthinker um and it's a comedy book there are some serious elements obviously about my dad and sort of how your brain and how I reacted to that um but mainly it's talking about those taboos and things that have happened to me in regards to those taboos and um, like a little bit of dating as an overthinker. And yeah, it's basically in a nutshell that, which is really badly described. No, I disagree. disagree. As a chronic, yeah. fellow chronic <laughs> overthinker, I need a copy of the of your book immediately. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I hope people like it. It's just the whole thing is I just want to make people laugh and make people normal again. So yeah. Make people normal, make people feel normal. I want feel to fix normal. you I want to all. fix everyone. <laughs> You're all fine. I won't <laughs> fix anyone with that book, but hopefully people can recognise themselves and enjoy it. And it's out in Feb of yeah. next year. Yes. Very exciting. We'll put a link to pre-order in the show notes. You can pre-order a signed copy in the UK, I believe. Yeah. Very nice. Very can, nice. can we get signed copies? Absolutely. <laughs> if we pre-order them. Okay, yeah, yeah, pre-order. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you are special. Thank you, Hayley. Um, thank you so much for being here. Uh, we'll also leave the link to your social media as if people don't follow you already, but we'll leave the link yeah. to your socials in the show notes as well. Thank oh, you so, so much. much for having me. It's been so fun. Should I delete that is part of the ACAST Creator Network. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.